Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back to this shit. <laughs> well, I think I've stalled long enough with my weird dream episodes. Not on purpose. I genuinely had those dreams that night and wanted to talk about it and also was walking through a literal uh, wind tunnel. So I didn't mean to, but it didn't seem appropriate for this episode. But the time has come. (laughs) I'm going to talk about... I don't think I need to put a trigger warning on this episode. I think it's just kind of like... It's just kind of sad. (laughs) But it's not like... I don't think it's triggering in any way that, like, actually... But, like, if you're not... If you're not here for my little pity party right now, then you could hit the road, Jack. It's a song reference. Anyways, <laughs> I um I don't know where to start talking about this. I'm gonna try not to make it a pity party. That's not my goal. It's not my intention. But it is kind of how it feels because it's about me and it's pitiful. <laughs> so. Do it that way you will, but I'm just I'm just gonna talk about it. So if you don't know, I've been interested in pursuing music as a career since I was six. <laughs> I remember because I made a little note when I was six that said I am starting to pursue music now, like a fucking <laughs> weird child, and now I'm here and still. Still feel the same. Still, you know, grew up and wanted to do that. And so I uh, tried to do, like, singing classes. It was, like, group classes as a kid. It ended up just being, like, some weird children's group where they did, like, kid songs. It was, it was like, with the city. So it wasn't, like, a singing lesson. It was, like, everyone do row, row, row your boat. And I was, like, mmm... That's not quite what I was looking for. And so my only real experience was like talent shows and singing with that wasn't great, you know? She she had her moments. And um, in middle school, we started choir. It was an after-school program, not a class. And the only reason we got it to go was because I was friends with this girl whose mom was a singer. And she was our choir teacher, so also not a professional like coach. I also took, I think this might have been at the beginning of middle school as well, um, my mom knew a teacher at her school that she taught special, uh, special ed classes, but she sang on the side as well. And so she, my mom for my birthday one year got me vocal lessons in air quotes with this lady and <laughs> she taught me she's probably the closest thing I had so far to actual vocal lessons because at least she taught me like warm-ups and like we figured out like range stuff a little bit okay sorry a fucking spaceship I had to take off right now Jesus Christ she was very nice and I had a couple lessons with her it was around the time of my grandpa's funeral rest in peace and so I was singing Amazing Grace as every child does and she, we, you know, she went over it with me, and that was fun. But you know, the lessons, you know, they dried up. <laughs> they finished up the net. How I think it was like four or six or something. And then 
from there, you know, we did our little, I, in our little choir for middle school, I um, sang bass, so I just hummed. That was my contrib- contribution. We never performed anywhere. We never, we never did anything, actually. However, that did give me the opportunity because the choir was going to sing the national anthem. To It was just put on to me. And originally it was me and my friend Nia. But I'm pretty sure, I don't really remember what happened, but I'm pretty sure her dad, who was helping us, who was, again, actually a singer, like church singer, very talented. She was as well, like insanely talented, far better than me. Like they, um, they backed out of it after a couple of lessons, which makes me think that I sucked and they probably didn't want to embarrass, they didn't want to embarrass their child, so my friend couldn't do it with me anymore. And so I did the national anthem by myself and it was really bad. And my friend, my best friend said her parents knew me as the girl who did really bad at the national anthem. And so I was like, not quite the confidence boost I'm looking for. So as you can tell, I've had a rocky start. And then freshman year, still couldn't do choir, but because I only have one elective, so I did drama and we didn't do any musicals. (laughs) So I didn't get a lot of musical training. But eventually, one day we did like a a Christmas show and I didn't get any parts. So I ended up being like chorus member two. And we were supposed to learn like music for that, I guess. Like we were supposed to learn a little jingle to sing in the in the show. And I guess we did. I'm pretty sure I also backed out of that because I didn't want to sing anymore. And so I just like danced in the choir. It was like I was the comedic relief. No one else probably thought it was funny, but I thought I was the comedic relief. And then my, I transferred my sophomore year to a different school that was like more centered towards uh, performing arts. And I was like, yes, this is my chance to actually like do something. <laughs> this is my chance to like sing finally and get it, you know get a real uh a real teacher you know like actually and so I did get to take choir at this school my sophomore year and boy was I confused I was so like didn't understand vocal warm-ups it was so hard there was a girl in the class I'm friends with now uh I don't know if listens to this but her name was also Madeline and she is literally the most talented person in the world to this day. But at the moment, she still was back then. But I was so scared because she was just so talented. And she could do the vocal warm-up so easily and just sing so easily that it wasn't even, like, a thing for her. It was, like, whatever. But for me, it was, like, I had to, like, think so hard to do these vocal warm-ups. And then, you know, I'm in the alto section, of course, as every, like, not great singer is. And then we, like started doing songs. I don't think I had any solos. I think I secretly wanted them and I would like practice them, but I never actually got them or like auditioned for them, I don't think. And so again, my singing fairly limited, you know, I didn't have a lot of opportunities even in choir, but I do think that was when I actually started to like get good practice. Cause even just anyone, even if you don't sing necessarily or have the desire to if you do vocal warm-ups every day you're gonna get better whether you know it or not and so I feel like I was getting better and then I think that was when Brooke Smith and I 
who's one of my friends, did, um, we, I don't even remember how we became friends, but I think she wanted to do something with me for the thing, and I had no idea why. And, oh, by the way, all, throughout all of this, I did have singing stuff on my Instagram. That was literally my only, like, <laughs> way to sing, because I didn't have a choir, I didn't have lessons, I didn't have a teacher, I didn't have concerts. Literally just a singing Instagram. And eventually just became, like, my regular Instagram. I had some singing videos on it. And so that was, like, the extent of which I sang. And so I don't remember why, but she was like, hey, do you want to sing with me for this thing? I don't remember what it was. It must have been, like, the choir show of the year or something. And I was like, fuck yes, because I knew she was really talented and really cool. And so I was like, I had I had wanted to do T-Pain's Buy You a Drink, but, like, a piano version for so long. Because I have all these ideas and I have all these, like, songs I want to do and make and perform and cover and change and but I just have no talent and so I told her that she was like sick and so there was another girl in the class who helped us with the piano arrangement which was so sick and she was super talented and figured out how to like play that on the piano and then we did like back and forth and some harmonies and stuff I don't know how I learned harmonies because I was never taught them I don't really know them now I guess is the answer <laughs> I just kind of figured it out and um and that's it. Like, I just started to, to, I was like, if I sing a little higher or a little lower, it sounds cool. That was the extent of which I understood harmonies. And so with that being my, like, whatever, we performed. It was really fun. Um, I, it, was, it was pretty good. I mean, my vocals weren't perfect, but the harmonies were cool and it was interesting. And so that was a, a nice experience. That gave me a little bit more of a boost from... The previous experiences was just like me singing the national anthem and so i'm actually like, getting into it more there had been a couple like times my mom had me sing at like her school but like i wasn't very good didn't know what was i was doing things like that and then we yeah we kept in choir and then the next year we did some stuff that were like little musical segments not like a whole musical, but little pieces of musicals, so it was just a couple numbers. And I sang in some of those, auditioned for them, and I got put in them, and that was pretty nice. I think it was like junior year, maybe. Actually, it was not. Oh, yeah, it was. And then we did, a, we did a whole musical, actually. <laughs> we did do a musical. I auditioned for the musical. I got the part that I auditioned for that was far out of my range and abilities. And so I was <laughs> constantly insecure about that and our choir became practice for that. That was the choir class was just learning this musical. And I got really into like harmonies and stuff and I was pretty good at remembering them. More so I just practiced them a lot and that's why I knew them. Wasn't actually that good at retaining the information, but I really worked hard and that's what matters, right? And then we did musical. I remember people like talking shit about me when I was singing because I couldn't hit the high notes. Not that the per we had doubles for every cast, so it's not like the other person could really hit them because it was like not built for us, like our vocals. It was allegedly an alto part, I think, but she was definitely singing some high notes that I can't hit in my full voice. And also, our prop we didn't have proper training. Our choir teacher didn't really know what she was talking about. She was nice, but she didn't know things, <laughs> so I was kind of left on my own. And then the actual performances were pretty bad. Eventually people were being nice, but I think it's because they, um, they knew that I knew people were talking shit. 
and they didn't want me to confront them because I'm kind of confrontational. <laughs> Aries rising, you know. So I didn't want, <laughs> like, to, I don't know. I think people just didn't want to upset me. And so they'd be like, oh, my God, it was so good. And I'd be like, thanks. <laughs> and then i hear the recording back and be like, mm, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Absolutely not. You guys are liars. This would not go in any other theater to pr- program. It's just because this program doesn't have a lot of people. <laughs> so I was given this role for some reason, and it doesn't fit me at all, and I'm really bad. So did that. Embarrassed myself doing that. <sighs> Farkle from, <laughs> from Girl Meets World was there. He saw me flop. Actually, I might have been ensemble the night that he was there. Either way, embarrassing nonetheless. Just, like, not that good. <sighs> did more like talent show performances eventually I don't know if this was senior year or not actually I forget I made an album for my government class (laughs) because we did this like one day a week you would work on something independently and then you'd like report back on what it is and it was called genius hour and so I named that album genius hour because I'm the smartest person in the world and then I you know I had a bunch of songs written because I tried to write songs but I can't play an instrument, so the songs were not great. It was garage band pre-mixed and like some extra harmonies added in by me that weren't very sharp or or good to be to be frank, but they were there. And um performed a couple of those songs at like the school events and like I don't know. Things like that and they also weren't that good. But, you know, it was the first taste of performing live, performing my music live. I tried to just be confident and sing it, but I knew it wasn't good. (laughs) I knew that I didn't sound good and the songs weren't that great, you know what I mean? There are plenty of other people at this school who, like, played guitar and wrote their own songs that were actually, like, well done and and properly thought out and, and executed and they have vocal training and they knew how to, like, sing and stuff. So I didn't have that, <laughs> so it wasn't that good. But I made it nonetheless, and had CDs I sold. Farkle didn't buy one um, at another event he came to for some fucking reason. Did not want one of my albums. <laughs> so got beef with Farkle for that, but he had a point, you know. And so we know he got Disney money. Just kidding. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, you know, that was that. And then my senior year couple more performances here and there. I was the choir president, which says a lot, not about me, but about the program because I didn't know shit. And so I was just the president for some reason, mostly just to sign off on papers for the club. Didn't do much, <laughs> wasn't that good. Directed a couple days when the, when the teacher wasn't there, mediocrely. Uh, yeah, not very talented. <laughs> and so, like musically, and so. Didn't really know. And I do want to put emphasis. So this is like my whole, you know, high school, whatever. This is like (laughs) me being like, this is the only thing I'm good at. I'm not planning on going to college. This is all I have planned for me. And uh, that's it. Like what I just told you is the, the only thing I'm good at is the thing that I'm not very fucking good at. And I was aware of that, but I think I was just trying to like... Get better slowly but surely and like forget that I'm not very good at it and like lie to myself and had a lot of good friends lying to me and so I kind of did that and um now you know I'm on my own I moved to LA to pursue and you know I was also doing acting stuff a little bit at this time 
also not trained in that, also not very good in that, comedy, improv, things like that, like, not trained in, but maybe better at, I don't know, and so, like, I moved to LA, I had, yeah, I've talked about this before, but I've had plans to move since I was much younger, so it was all par for the course, I had a little bit of TikTok clout, which had literally nothing to do with that, I would have moved anyways, but I went to LA to pursue this, mostly anything I booked was, like, acting-based or, like, personality-based stuff, did, like, a Snapchat show, auditioned for some, like, YouTube show things, did things like that, <laughs> like, nothing, nothing crazy or nothing like that, but, um, I was having fun, you know, it's all fun stuff, and just out there meeting people and having fun, and, you know, I talked about this before, but obviously the pandemic happened, I moved back home, so that's kind of where I am now. Musically, um, I did make another song. It was, if you don't know, it's from, I made a TikTok singing Where the Watermelons Grow, which is like an old nursery rhyme. And it was me singing, oh my God, Jesus. It was me singing both lines back and forth and like harmonizing. And it did pretty well. And then I made another one around Halloween. This is when I was in LA, like in my little apartment. And I did Where the Watermelons Rot and I made it like spooky and we wrote the lyrics. And that video did really bad. <laughs> it, did, it got like, like 10,000 likes, which is pretty good for me, but it didn't, the other one did, did way better. And so I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then like, probably like half a year later, I don't know, way later, eventually I checked the sound or I was getting like tags and I was seeing it on my For You page and I checked it and it had like 100,000 people were using the sound. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what? And um, I wasn't credited as the, the person who sang it. I don't think. I think that was, like, the big issue. Oh, my God. I got way louder in my own. Oh. Why does it do that? I hate my phone. so annoying. Okay. I got credited. Why am I so loud? Duh. Okay. I'll have to fix this later. I hate this recording system that I have. Um, so I had to, like, try to get credit for it. And I was like, okay, well, I was starting to get messages asking for, like, a full version and I was like, I can try. The other version was acapella. And as you know, I still can't play an instrument at this point. And so I'm like, uh, I don't know, some months go by. And then I get an email from this company called, what was the one that actually emailed me? It wasn't, well, it was called Brat. And I was like, that sounds familiar. And I looked into it and it's that, it's the, the YouTube that has like the chicken girls who I've seen parodies like made fun of. and. And like the, it has all the musically girlies and dance mom girlies, like acting things, really high budget, really high production. And I was like, cool. And it was like, hey, it's the music department called B-Sides. We want to, to work with you. Do you have any ideas? Like, let's get on a call and, and talk. Very, it's very open and collaborative. And I was like, cool. So we get on the call, they're like, you wanna do like, we can do covers. We saw your cover of this, like, do you wanna do this? And I was like, crazy idea. <laughs> I was like, I started this little song and it has 100,000 people who've used it already. And I, people are asking for a full version. Is there any way you could help me like, make that? And they were like, huh, we like what we're hearing because it already has a bit of a following, uh, you know, maybe. And then right when that happened, the pandemic happened and I couldn't, you know, they were like, well, we'll have to get back to you. Everything's shut down. And so that was kind of a bummer. And I waited and wrote lyrics to it, but I didn't have a, a, a track, you know? 
I didn't have a way to like produce that because I don't play an instrument and I'm not good at making music and which is you know a big part of music <laughs> believe it or not why does my vocal sound so bad okay I think I fixed it anyways they were like down to do it eventually when things I had to like email them a bunch and they responded and they were like okay cool we can't do what we were originally going to do which was like a lyric video thing and so instead let's just get in the studio and record it and then you can do like a music video lyric video later and you could just send us clips that you recorded and I was like cool I guess <laughs> I was kind of looking forward to having like a set <laughs> like from them recording and doing that stuff but I was like you know I get it it's tough times and so one day I go to the studio I meet the guy who's going to be mixing it all, Danny, and then Lucas, who was, like, the guy who was, I was in contact with. They were both super nice. Danny is a musical god, and he was put up with me being like, no, not that, no, not that, no, not that, yes, that, yes, that, do that more, none of that. Very picky and super nice and understanding and talented, and he recorded. We recorded that day, and then... Um, he like fixed up the music later we just kind of had like a bass to record and then he added stuff in but just the one day we did it one day um he he was so nice and patient and I was struggling in the booth uh I was like did not I just wasn't good I just was like not good at singing <laughs> like it's, I try to be like oh I'm not good at music stuff like the instruments my instrument is my voice but in reality we learned that day I'm not very good at anything. <laughs> like, I'm not very good at singing either. And so he had to put up with me being like, I just forgot how to sing. Uh, can, we, can we run it back? You know, like, uh, this sounds terrible. Please, can we, can we do something else? And so, shout out to him. <laughs> I love him. Very nice, very nice man, very talented. He did all the heavy lifting on this project. And then it gets produced, we make it. I try to hype it up and I didn't really do a very good job promoting. But then once it was already out, I started promoting more and more, and that's when I did the whole, if Charlie D'Amelio uses my song, I'll shave my head promotion. That one was crazy big. She never saw it, but I did end up shaving my head anyway, so, because it hit a million streams in a month. <laughs> Not in a month, but like a month after I said, if it hits a million streams, I'll shave my head, and it hit it like pretty quickly. And so it was super cool, and I shaved my head. But crazy support, super awesome. And then now I'm here. <laughs> now I'm here. I did put out a song. I don't know if it was, I think it was right before this. I put out a song called The Ick, which is one of those where I just get an idea and I make it and it's not super high quality or good. Very back to my, like, back to my high school first album roots, you know? <laughs> like, it's not very good. It's not very high quality, but it's fun. I recorded that. And then I did record a Christmas song after Where the Watermelons Rot called Days After Christmas. Again, one of those where I get an idea. I really want to do a Christmas song. I bust my ass. It was like, the, like it was like November. And I was like, I wanted to make a Christmas song. And so I made this like sad Christmas song. I did a whole promotion for that. Also, I'm pretty good at promoting. That might be the only thing I'm good at. But I hate doing it because I feel so schemey. But yeah, I made like a fake Christmas song. And that was really bad. So people bullied me. And then when the real song came out, it was like, better by comparison and so people were like cool <laughs> so that was pretty nice but other than that um I haven't done anything since then that was December of last year that was two one year ago no it was this December it was 2020 I think god I hope so 
it's only been a couple months, I guess, since then, but I feel, and that song did, it did okay, you know, it did fine, and people were really nice about it, but I, it's, it still wasn't good, <laughs> like, the recording, I did record with my friend Mers, shouts out, thank you for helping me, um, but I stuck, and I'm <laughs> just bad, and I actually mixed it wrong and uploaded it and then had to take it back down from the website and re-upload it and upload it on the wrong day and then it was a whole hassle and I had to freak out about it. I posted a whole like 30 minute video uh, <laughs> talking about this whole journey if you want to go watch it. It's very detailed and it's me documenting making the fake song, promoting the fake song and then the real song. Blah blah blah. But that was a fun project. Didn't do well <laughs> but it was fun nonetheless. And um, and yeah, but the music side of it, ever since then and even before then, I've just felt very inadequate. As you know from the stories I've just told, I, I don't have any training properly at least. The vocal classes I've taken were at a low enough level for me to become the choir president. Like, just think about that. Like, I am not that good <laughs> and I struggle and don't even know like how to do music and count music and stuff or play an instrument barely now I can barely play guitar but then I couldn't play anything and I was the choir president <laughs> it was really just no one else wanted to be one except for like freshmen and you know I'm very easily had seniority over them so it really I don't even think we voted I'm pretty sure he just picked me because he was like please not a freshman and I was like I'm okay with that <laughs> that's the kind of nepotism I can get into even though I didn't know him he was new there. Again, new choir teacher every, two, you know, two years. Not not consistent. No individual lessons ever. Um, yeah, just not good. I know now it's like, well, you take lessons now. It just feels a little late to take lessons now. A little embarrassing. And also, it costs money. It costs the money to do that. And I have none. I have none the money. So that's not really in my wheel frame right now. When will I have money? Couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. Let me say, TikTok not paying the bills. My song, I still owe money. Not I, but like the company that helped me produce it. Though we're almost at like we're halfway to 2 million streams. A little more than halfway to 2 million streams. Uh, doesn't matter. We haven't made a single cent back yet. We're still paying back expenses. Because Danny, though a legend, is very expensive to pay as a producer. And also just like editing for the video because I sent the clips but they still had an editor do it and all that stuff so and it's just not making back as much as I guess other people because they usually have like more famous people on their channel and so they probably don't spend as much because it's just simple covers not making a whole song and they also make more because it's someone that's already has a little bit more of a following because I had I don't remember what I had when I first started talking to them but it wasn't a ton it was like a lot but not like Nothing crazy, and then now I'm at like 400 something K. And I don't know, the people they work with have like a million. Okay, so like for context, it's like I, I don't wanna sound like I'm like not grateful and not, not appreciative. Like I do think that's a lot, don't get me wrong, but it's not a million, it's not the other people. Like comparatively speaking, they work with way better people. And so I just, feel discouraged and so I'm trying to work on new songs I have a lot of songs written with guitar now that I learned how to play guitar a little bit but I stopped playing for a really long time when I was moving just because I was busy and depressed <laughs> and so now I'm like I picked up the guitar again and I, I got a new guitar for Christmas and I 
uh, don't know how to play it. <laughs> it's new and it's nice. And my family got it for me. And I, I told my dad not to because I was like, I feel like such a shitty person for having a brand new guitar, even though I just learned how to play and I never took lessons and I'm not even that good. And I like don't, I like don't deserve a brand new guitar. Like just let me, just let me play my shitty little old one that I got as a hand-me-down. I don't need a new one, but he was like, no, you're really good. You should have a new guitar to play on. I was like, uh. So I feel like a spoiled little baby. And I came and played it because I tried to play it and I played it a couple times and even recorded it. And it always just sounds weird to me. Like I don't know how to tune it or something because I'm not good at music and I'm not that talented. And so I can't just pick up a guitar and play it because I suck. <laughs> so I can only play my old guitar. And even then sometimes I'm like, oh, this sounds weird and I can't play it today. Like it just is so, so stupid and annoying. And so I've been trying to play more now, but it feels like for nothing kind of. And um, I do it, you know, I don't want, I posted a TikTok being like POV, you, you uh, like wanted to do music your whole life and now you are realizing you're not that good at it and you might not uh, actually have a career in it even though for some reason you've convinced yourself that you did your whole life. Uh, you don't really because you're not that good. And you know, people were super nice. It didn't go viral, obviously. I don't know why something like that would, but like people that followed me were really nice and told me like that I inspired them and stuff. And I really appreciated that. And that kind of gave me another, another wind, I guess, another wave of inspiration. And so I've been trying to play more in like this week. This is like recent and I've been trying to play more, but it still kind of feels in vain. And I don't want anyone to think it's because like views are down or because like I haven't had a viral song in a while. Like it literally has nothing to do with that. The song that I had that, that did well, it's not that I'm worried about a song like not doing well again. It's that I'm worried that I'll never have a song that like impacts anyone again. <laughs> or like that, even not even that, but like I just can't even like sing. Like it's not even recording. I'm just singing to myself and I'm like, ew, I don't know how to sing anymore. <laughs> like, did I ever know how to sing and listen to recordings? I'm like, mm, not really. Maybe when you were in choir and singing every day, you were a little better. But even then, you still couldn't like make anything you still couldn't produce music well and write music and play guitar then and so it feels really discouraging and very sad and I just don't feel like like it's something I can do as my not even profession but just like at all I guess that's the part where it's more sad because I've planned to go to LA and work for the rest of my life like I was not expecting to blow up and be famous and go viral and whatever. I'm not, you know, I'm not that type of person. I don't have that kind of luck. I don't expect that to happen. The goal is just to work part-time and perform part-time and, and die like that. You know what I mean? Like, just do that until I'm, and, and be happy. <laughs> That's it. And my goals are pretty realistic, I think. I think I've tried to keep it, like, not humble, but like, yeah, I guess, like, humble and down to earth and like, yeah, I'm not gonna be Beyonce. I'm not good enough. I've known that my whole life. I know I'm not good enough for that. But I thought I was like, I loved it enough to where it didn't matter. And that I would eventually get good with that, you know? And so I was like, I'll just, I'll work it wherever for you know, however many years my life is gonna be. And then I'll, on the side, be making TikToks, making funny YouTube videos and, and making music and just trying to entertain and acting and think little things here and there, just enjoying my life. 
because those are the things that I'm passionate about, entertainment, music, comedy, singing. So I that was like my plan. Again, I don't think I'm, that's like a crazy idea. <laughs> like, I don't know, I wasn't moving to LA, like I'm gonna be famous, like I never thought that. And so it's a little disheartening that I had what I thought was such a realistic plan. And, um, and then even that was, you know, disputed. Like, I know it's common for people to move to LA and be like, I'm going to the big leagues. I'm going to be famous and viral. And then they get like a hard, you know, awakening of like, no, no, you're not. You're going to work for a while, maybe 20 years before you get your first real gig, like things like that. I was prepared for that. So instead of me getting the hard awakening of, oh, it's gonna take longer than you thought because I already prepared for that. It's like, oh, you actually have no worth. <laughs> like, that's my realization is like, that it's not even that I'm not like great. Cause I was like, I didn't even wanna be great. I just wanted to be good enough to be able to, to get my message across, to be able to like make music that I wanna make. Bitch, is it that serious? Do you really need to rev your engine in this neighborhood? It's the suburb. Anyways, um, yeah, I was like, it's, I just need to be able to get my message across and, and do what I love. But I'm realizing, and this is like the, I guess the harshest reality of all is that I don't have the abilities, the talent to properly execute the things I want to do and the things that I love to do. It's like, <laughs> imagine being, I mean, this is a, you know, <laughs> this is an, uh, like a exaggeration, but imagine being Beyonce having that like skill level, having all those ideas and genius, but you're in the body of like, I don't even know, like a toddler. Like you just cannot properly say the things you want to say and do the things you want to do. And I feel like I struggle with this a lot in, in other facets of my life, you know, just as a human being, I think I want to be more outgoing and charismatic and fun and, and get to know people and talk to people. But I'm like trapped in my body, which is so awkward. And it's not about how I look. It's not about my weight. It's not about anything that I would like to blame it on in the past. It's just who I am. And it's so frustrating. It's so frustrating because I have these like plans. I have these ideas and I just have no way to execute them. And I know the, you know, the go-to default is like, well then just be a writer, <laughs> you know, just be a, be the person, be the idea, man, be the one giving Beyonce the ideas, be the creative behind the scenes. Um, and, uh, trigger warning, uh, self harm, I guess, and like suicide. But the idea of doing that makes me want to jump off a bridge. <laughs> the idea of never getting to like do the things that I want to do and having to pass them on to somebody else makes me not want to live anymore. And so knowing that my only options are that and quit are where I'm at right now, kind of, um, I know that I can, there's not necessarily a rush of my youth and the impending death, but it's like, I just, I still have so much in my brain at all times that I need to get out and that I want to do and perform. But the idea that I won't be the one doing it, maybe that's just that my lesson I have to learn is that grow up and stop being a baby and stop being a, you know, attention seeker and just give those songs to somebody else. Then the question is, am I even that good of a writer or is it just good to me? But well, that's not even, I'm not even gonna get into that. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there. But assuming that I have these ideas that are kind of good, it 
it's like, maybe just grow up. Realize that not everyone's the, the singer. Not everyone's going to be on stage. Some people just have to be behind the scenes and not be the quote-unquote talent. But it's not about that. I just want to, want to, I want to do the things that I think, you know? No one else is going to, like, get it the way that I get it in my brain that I don't have the talent. So that's kind of my situation right now that I'm in. If you were curious, um, and and yeah, I guess right now all I'm trying to do is make music, play guitar more, write more, just do it. Not necessarily to record or to to put out right now, but just to see if I can, <laughs> just to see if I have the ability to even do it at all anymore let alone recorded, and, you know, I'm trying to post more videos, singing and stuff as well, but it's, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's a tough situation, and, um, it's one of those, it's one of those things that is like, is this my lesson? I feel like I, I have, I've watched enough movies, and I've <laughs> talked to enough people, I listen to enough podcasts where I'm like, I think I know every lesson that can be taught, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen the, the, like, the, big ego person who wants to be a star get knocked down a couple pegs and it's like well that's not even what I wanted to be even the songs I'm talking about my ideas it's not that I need them to be viral and giant and and so good I literally just want them to be out there and I want to do them that's it I don't have to be to be like uh successful really I just want to do them and I just don't have the talent to even do them at that level because, I mean, hello, Hollywood, you know, not all the singers out there are talented. That's not even, like, a requirement anymore. No Tino Shade, not saying any names, but you don't have to be talented to be a singer. I know that. But to do the things that I want to do, I'm like, it's not about fame. It's not about fame and accolades and things like that. Because a bitch can win a Grammy without being able to sing if you have good auto-tune. That's just the, the truth. It's not about that. <laughs> I don't want a Grammy. I just... I just want to make things that I think are good and, and that I connect with and that hopefully other people connect with. But I can't. I feel trapped in, in my body with my lack of abilities. And I know the easy answer is like, then just get better, bitch. <laughs> then just learn how to do things better. But I feel like I'm just at a block right now. With I've learned all I can learn and it's still not good. <laughs> or at least good enough. So... Where the Watermelons Rob might be my first and last uh, big song ever. And that's okay. I'm trying to come to terms with that, I guess. But I don't know. It's just rough. I do love it. I know it's like, well, don't quit if you love it. That's what's more important. But I don't want to just <laughs> be shitty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I love it. There's, but, like, I don't want to sound like Trina from Victorious singing my song because I'm just like so stubborn that I have to be the one singing it and it's just sad and everyone's like she sucks like <laughs> I don't want to do that sorry it's not again I, I don't care about being famous I just don't want to to, to to poorly execute all my things I want them to be done well but I wanted to do them and now I'm realizing that I might not be able to do them and they're nothing crazy I'm not like <laughs> I'm not, like, trying to be a lead in my own musical and writing these giant, beautiful opera or whatever. It's literally just little songs and <laughs> ideas of songs and things like that. Nothing huge. 
but it, they just mean a lot to me, I guess, because I do really love it, and that's kind of the problem, I think. I think if I didn't love it and didn't care, it'd be much easier to either do it myself and just be like, whatever, it sucks, it sucks, or to be able to pass it on to others and be like, oh, well, you know, I get my check from that song, and I'm just a songwriter, but... I don't want to do that and it's again I know I feel like people are yelling at their phones or whatever listening to this like you could do both you can write some stuff for others and make your career writing and make your career whatever and then do your stuff on the side it's not about that <laughs> it's not about that it's not about needing to make money or needing to get into the industry it's literally just about not being talented I know so many people who don't have an agent who don't who are just like in college or who are working regular jobs that are making music. You don't, it's not the fucking nineties. You don't need a studio, like a big studio corporation to, to make music for you. You can do it by yourself or you can pay someone to help you. But the problem now is like, so I'm going to go back to work. I'm going to grind. I'm going to write music and I'm going to eventually have money to pay for a producer. And then what? <laughs> and then I have these songs and, and a producer and I can finally professionally do it because I've saved up money and I can't I don't even I'm just not good it's like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if if I it, it, it's I'm losing the desire to work towards this which was my original goal you know it's not about literally anything else it's not about needing to you know bide my time and like you know Plenty of artists, you know, like Megan Trainor or Charlie Puth, they wrote for people before and then they eventually got their own songs to be famous. It's not like that, though. <laughs> it's really not. Because Megan Trainor and Charlie Puth and whoever the fuck knew they were talented, knew they had the ability, just not like the connections yet, and they were able to work through that. That's great for them. <laughs> I'd love to do that if I had the talent, period, you know? That's my problem. It's, it's, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same as theirs. They have the talent. They just the industry sucks, you know, and it's not as easy and nepotism and favoritism and they just had to wait. I get that. <laughs> I understand that. And I'm down to wait if I thought I even was good in the first place. <sighs> that's the, that's the thing. Um, I'm going to drink some water. Why don't, <laughs> you should tell me <laughs> what you're passionate about. Well, I drink water and go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Period. You tell them. Great. Sorry. Or what did I ask? I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. This is a very selfish episode, so my questions aren't very interactive this this time. But that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to, to you know gauge how I'm feeling because I mean if I if I'm not gonna keep doing this and pursuing it and I really have a lot of life decisions to rethink because right now I want to go back to LA and I want to work and do that same thing again live with friends have some roommates now um not really I guess I don't need to do that if I'm not gonna pursue this and that's kind of all I've wanted to do since I was six you know going back on our timeline here and so that's kind of where I'm at right now. It's like quitting uh, is a terrible option. I don't want to do it, but I, you know, 
I don't know. I don't know what else there is other than just like wait it out. But you, like that's not. I don't know. It's not really an option in, in my head because <laughs> it's. It's. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I just don't know. <laughs> I suppose that's what it comes down to. There isn't really a conclusion on this because I am figuring it out currently and trying to give it one last, one last big, um, big, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? The big, uh, the big, uh, I don't know, one last hurrah, one last, one last, you know, moment to try to get a, get a clue and, and see if this is something I can do. Maybe put out one more song and see if I, you know, can even do that. I don't know. I don't know what um, is going to happen and what I'm going to feel and do, but right now it's just, I'm just trying to uh, ignore it like I've done every other, <laughs> I've done all the other 19 years of my life or 13 years since I've decided to be a singer. Just ignore the big plot holes in my in my dreams of like not having the talent, not having the resources, not having the abilities and just go with the flow and <laughs> just take it easy, sing a little bit, hang out with friends, just to, you know, <laughs> keep my mind off my inevitable doom, <laughs> distract myself from, from the reality so that I don't do something dangerous <laughs> to my body. Uh, kidding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I have my psychiatrist appointment in June. I know I talked about it a little bit um, in another episode, but I scheduled it. Like you guys, like I told you, I, I would. I did it, and um, cried for two hours before the phone call. But that's not the point. <laughs> it's not till June, and when they told me that the next appointment wasn't till June, I was just so <laughs> proud of myself for making the phone call, and so tired after two hours of crying like full sobbing that um, I was like, I'm not backing down now. You know what I mean? Like a normal person would have been like, no, I'll look somewhere else. <laughs> no, thank you. But I was like, it's too late. <laughs> I'm committed to you. You could tell me your next appointment is in 2025. And I'd be like, okay, <laughs> see you when I'm 20 or whatever age I would be then. I definitely would be older than 20. I'm so stupid. 2025, <laughs> I would be 24. Period. Math queen. I'm literally born in 2001. It's probably the easiest thing to do other than just born in 2000. <sighs> Anyways, that's scheduled. That might be a, a good thing. That might help with this if my um, diagnosis is correct. Um, if you don't know, I'm getting tested for autism. <laughs> that's uh, So if that gives you any intel into everything I've said and you're like, oh, that checks out. <laughs> everything makes sense now. That is that. Um, I think that does account for some of the the issues with me. It, not issues, but some of the things that don't really make sense. Like, why can't you just write for others? Why can't you just whatever? I think it comes back to, to other underlying mental things like that. But I'll let the doctors decide. But I'm pretty freaking sure at this point in my life after doing a lot of my own research. And no one knows me better than me, you know? No one knows what's going on in my noggin. Better than the bitch living in here 24-7. Good. I hope that's not my car. Anyways, uh, that's it. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys um, next week. Have a good weekend. Enjoy your... Enjoy it. 
And um, yeah, I'll see. I'll see you when I when I see you. Thanks for listening to this very selfish uh, episode. Uh, thanks for coming to the pity party. Hope you enjoyed. Get your goodie bags on the way out. Bye, bestie.